Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. What's up, girl? I'm so excited that you're here for today's episode because I have on my husband. Oh, title upgrades. <laughs> it just hits so good. If you've been married recently, you know, when you've been married for just a couple of weeks and you just want to say it all the time, I'm like, what's up, hubs? Can you grab me that out of the kitchen? Can you? <laughs> so You'll fun. probably say that for like a few years. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to be pumped about it for a while. Yeah. Um, anyways, my husband, Tina, is here with me today because we're going to give a little bit of a life update. We want to talk about being new at something, calling your shot, enrolling your significant other or even somebody else in your vision. And um, this is going to be a juicy one. Yeah. So let's buckle up. Maybe we can kind of set the stage with where we're at now if someone's just listening to this podcast and they don't know our story or just to kind of catch them up with what's been going on. So tell them where we are. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're physically at the kitchen table, but... um, (laughs) Because we don't have our office set up yet. Yeah. We just moved to Denver. We were living in Austin for the last two years. Uh, we've kind of bopped around a bit throughout our life, and uh, we wanted to move to Denver after we got married. So, you know, we're four weeks into marriage, crushing it, and yeah. we moved a week after our wedding to Denver. So we've been here a couple of weeks now, and we're getting settled in and getting things started with, you know, I'm getting into real estate. You're getting into real estate with me. Mm-hmm. You're planning your large event. Uh, lots of things going on. Yeah. And if you don't know the backstory, um, Sina was previously a dentist. I mean, I guess you're technically a dentist. Still am, I guess, yeah. I probably <laughs> don't want practicing. you. <laughs> I don't want you to do like a root canal on me. I might be a little rusty. But. A little, he's a little bit rusty. He's been out of the game. Um, but he was at first interested in getting into real estate investing. And then, you know, and we want to talk about this a little bit because I think it's important where you were passionate about it and excited about it. And naturally, because you were starting to talk about it, I wanted to be part of it too. I didn't necessarily think that I would want to be part of actually like building something with you in the real estate space, but I did want to know enough about it that I felt like I could understand some of the language and I could see why you were so excited. So I started binging a ton of podcasts about real estate. And then I started catching on to this vision of, I was like, wait a second, I'm actually really interested in this. Like I could see us doing something together. And I think that's something that a lot of people ask me, you know, Keisha, like, how do you get your significant other on board with X, Y, Z? And part of it is also taking radical responsibility for how can you make sure that they know that you care? Because I know we talked about this where you're like, it's so cool that you're listening to a podcast and trying to learn more about it. And maybe you can kind of give your perspective on that for anyone that's trying to get a significant other on board with their idea or just feels kind of disconnected if their significant other maybe has like a passion that they don't know about or something like that. Yeah. I I think first thing is naturally with our relationship, we both kind of know a little bit about what the other person's in. Naturally, we want to just know like a little bit of background. So I I know you would want to know some stuff about real estate when I got into it, but I didn't think it'd go to this extent where you'd like really get into it. 
I think it's a process for everyone. You know, yeah. everyone's on their, their own timeline on when they can quote unquote come on board. Uh, but also not everyone has to come on board to the full extent that like you are too. So let's mm-hmm. keep that in mind as well. But I kind of let you naturally get into it by letting you kind of know what I was learning, kind of what our future could look like, mm-hmm. uh, how this benefits us for like the long term and just different like aspects of real estate that I thought you could get excited about. Cause we talked about maybe like owning a cabin that we rent out, but we could also go use the cabin. Like that was really exciting for you. And maybe like, cause you love kind of bopping around like owning, <laughs> owning a, a rental in like Nashville or something one day. Oh, I and, love Nashville. And like, we could use that as like our, our place, you know, a week out of the year or something like that. So I kind of provided those things to, to kind of mm-hmm. get you started to think about it. Um, but you did naturally kind of have your own process, which was, a lot farther down the road than I thought you'd go and faster too. And yeah. that's really cool to see. And that's why I was so not surprised that you were supportive, but surprised of how much you wanted to be involved. For sure. So now at this stage, just to kind of catch everyone up, if you've been following along with a story or maybe even if you're new, it still, still could be applicable. So we decided that we together are actually going to start a separate podcast. Don't worry. I'm still going to first power. I love power. Um, but we're going to start a separate podcast together where we're going to talk about our journey into real estate investing, because I think, you know, there's a need to have my perspective of someone that is kind of like learning a lot of the jargon and also really like wants to know how people are motivated. It's going to be a lot more about like mindset and yeah. really geared towards people that are just kind of curious about it. So If you're excited about that, you know, keep us in the loop because we're pretty excited. It's going to be coming out soon here. We don't have an official launch date yet, but um, we're going to take you along on the journey, which is something that if you've been listening to Empower Her for a while, I've always been really adamant about pulling back the curtain and saying, come with me, let's figure this out together and not positioning myself as an expert in anything. And why I even want to talk about this for a second is because I think there are a lot of you, maybe you specifically listening into this episode, that you've decided that you're not qualified to do something because you don't have the experience or you're just you've decided that no one's ever going to want to work with you if you're an entrepreneur because you don't have the you know credibility because you haven't been doing it for so long. But every single person starts with a day one yeah. and every single person starts not knowing what they're doing. And I think we just need to normalize the fact that there are people that actually need to see you at this exact stage. Like when I started Empower Her, remember yeah. one of the reasons I started this was because I was in a business that on paper made sense but I didn't want to do it anymore, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I felt super confused and really lost. And I was having how many like ugly cries on the bathroom floor or telling you, you know, like what's wrong with me was I having, but instead I started this podcast and I was like, when I feel lost, I'm just going to go find someone who wrote a book about that. And I'm going to bring them on the show. So I just want to really just normalize the fact two parts, I guess. And let's jam on this, Tina is, you know, being new to something, and how uncomfortable that can feel, but how everybody starts that way. And yep. then number two of like the fact that your story and your exact season and your circumstances are a testimony of what's possible for someone else if you choose to go for it. Totally. Right? Yeah. So give your take on that, I guess. No, yeah. I'm glad you stopped on this because actually I think we have very different uh, ways we approach something like this, like something new, yeah. which I'm more working on. And I think a lot of listeners might be able to relate is I like to show once I'm the expert. Yes. <laughs> like it's my natural tendency. And it's something that 
I've worked against a little bit where coming out of the gates and something new right now, and then starting something like a podcast where you feel like, you know, I mean, we teach podcasters all the time and we know it, but like, you still feel like you need to be like the expert. Mm-hmm. That's so against my tendency. I know people listening are probably relating to that, but the beautiful thing is we get to learn along the way. And like, we don't, we're not framing it as we're the experts. Like yep. we get to control the narrative that's coming out on the podcast. And we're saying, Hey, we're getting in where this is our journey. Mm-hmm. We're just sharing along the way. We're like a step ahead of you maybe, Yeah, you know, and if we can help in any way, but we're also using this as a way to learn from other experts that they are the quote unquote experts in yep. the real estate. So it's definitely something that's not as natural for me as you, yeah. uh, but the value of it is, is so great. And even like when we've been telling people about it, you know, our friends and that are in the industry as well, they're so excited. No one's like, Oh, what are you doing? You're not, don't be, you're like an imposter. No one says that yeah. they're actually like super excited and they're asking how they can help. And like, that's a great idea because I think, more people need to see more relatable people in any industry that they're in mm-hmm. is that you could be that one person that has someone takes that step and then they, they flourish in that, whatever they're trying to do. Yeah. Well, and maybe you can even share more about your perspective of being new in this industry in general, because there are a lot of women listening into this that they want to either start something on the side. Maybe they're bloggers or obviously a lot of podcasters. Maybe they just want to, try a different type of like workout or anything where they're going to be brand new, but they like you, you know, cause I'm pretty, I'm pretty comfortable with being <laughs> yeah. new to things. Like I've been like this my whole life, but I think for you, you want to be so good at something before you even talk about it. Right. But and it's like, and it's maybe harder for you to start something when there's this tendency as humans that we want to stay in our familiar thought patterns. We want to stay in what's comfortable. You work so hard to, for example, become a dentist yeah. and now you're brand new getting your license next week for Colorado, which yeah. is so exciting um, to be an agent. And like, you have to start at the bottom again, right? So like, how is that even like feeling for you right now? Which I know this is a little bit different. We're kind of all over the place, but I really want people to feel like they're just sitting with us here at our kitchen table since our office isn't set up. Yeah. You know, how does that feel for you right now? Like, how are you processing that? Yeah, I think it, it's definitely like up and down, but I'm reframing it as I, this is the stage or this is the part of the process that I'm in. I'm in the new, the beginning process. So what do I need to do? I need to be like soaking in as much information I can, meeting as many people as I can, mm-hmm. getting, you know, learning Denver as much as I can. It's not necessarily, I'm not on step five yet of, yeah. of being a real estate mogul. It's coming, <laughs> but like, I kind of take it back to when I was in dentistry. It's like, that, if you're an Enneagram theory, you get that he jumps from like, I'm signing up to take my test to I'm a mogul. So here we go. My threes get me. I mean, come on, <laughs> we know. Um, even I take it back to like anything else, you know, maybe you've done like, I, for me, like when I was in dental school, like I didn't get to drill on someone the first day. Like you got to yeah. just like take in the process of it. And that's, no different than any other industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think what helps is seeing the vision. I think if, if you, if you know you want it and you see where you're going, then you just have to reframe. You're in this part of that process. So crush this part as best as you can. Yeah. Like what can you do every day? Uh, instead of wishing you're, you know, you were selling a hundred homes a year. We're not at that point yet. Yeah. You know, we're in this beginning stages. How do we do this the best? For example, we're, meeting up with anyone like yeah. we're coffees we're, we're, we're connecting with people we're yeah. just trying to kind of soak in the industry and, yeah. and get going that way and just realize that and I think what's really powerful about that for anyone that's moving into something new or you're curious about something 
the way to get that clarity is through action, right? So it's not just because you have this tendency to Sina to like, you know, and a lot of people do of like, let me collect all this information yeah. before I take action. And it's coming from this place of, I want to feel credible. I want to be perceived as credible. Right. Like I do care what other people think. And that's a very normal human thing. For sure. But I think what, what's really powerful about what you're saying is like, you know, we're meeting up with anyone we're doing, whatever is what can you take from that in your life to the woman listening into this show? It's like, if you're curious about something, reach out to someone, see if you can get coffee with them, right? Like, like slide into someone's DMs, meet up with that person that is local to you, you know, start to consume more content is really helpful, but also like, what can you do to take action? Because as humans, if we get that dopamine hit of taking action, you, you know, meeting up with other investors in this space, like really just starting to network and put yourself out there of like, calling your shot. That's so powerful. And I think a lot of people are scared to say, I'm interested in this thing because if they're interested in this thing, they know that makes them a beginner and people don't want to be a beginner because they feel like they suck at the beginning, but we all do. And it's like anyone that you admire in any industry, like take the podcasting space. A lot of times people will be like, Keish, like what you've done with empower her. I'm like, I was so sweaty and awkward at the beginning, but I never would have got to five, six, almost six million downloads if I didn't start with the first episode where I was like, am I going to suck at this? Yes. Am I going to be sweaty in all the weird places? Yes. But I'm going to have to call my shot. And and I think what you've noticed and, and I've noticed, too, is how many people are willing to help you if you're if you call your shot, but they can't help you if they don't know what you're working on. Yeah. Right. Whether that's in real estate, that's in podcasting, that's in business, but also that's even just in your health goals. Right. For women that are listening to this, it's like you can't have this goal that you you keep it to yourself and you don't tell any other people because you think you're going to quote unquote burden them with it. It's like there are people that would love to help you because you love to help them. And if you don't tell them what you're working on, you're also robbing them of the potential fulfillment that fulfillment that they could get from getting to help you because we all love to help other people. I hope you're loving this episode and conversation with Sina. I just wanted to pop in here real quick and thank our sponsor of the show, which today is Organifi. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while or we're connected on social, you know I love this company and what they stand for. Everything in their entire product line is organic and no products have more than three grams of sugar. And I think that's really important. Like when you're thinking about your life in general, if you're in a really crazy busy season or you're in a major growth season, like obviously Sina and I are in right now, it's making sure you can still prioritize your health because you want to feel good and you want to have the energy to actually chase your goals. And when I think about focusing on my health, I also like to think about the convenience aspect of making things simple to give my body the nutrients that it needs. So a couple of the products that I really love from Organifi is their their green juice. I mean, honestly, it's one of my favorites ever. It has moringa, chlorella, spirulina, ashwagandha, but really it helps support your cortisol levels, like your stress hormone, which is really important when you're shooting for big goals, chasing all the things. And what I love about the green juice is it actually tastes good. And I'm going to rave about this to the end of time. You can literally stir it in with water and drink it and actually enjoy it and not feel like you're licking grass. Like every other green juice I've tried, I'm like, I can't like plug my nose and gag this down. Organifize is actually awesome. And then their, their protein is really great too, because a couple years ago I was looking for a protein that had less sugar. Organifi's only has three grams of sugar. It's super clean. The ingredients you can actually pronounce. So, I mean, check them out if you're looking for a really awesome tasting protein. 
And then, of course, I've been talking a lot about their pure products. Honestly, there's so many products from Organifi that Bolsey and I use on a daily basis. And because they're a sponsor of the podcast, you get 20% off as a listener. So you can head to Organifi.com slash Keisha and use code Keisha for 20% off. So that's Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash K-A-C-I-A. If you ever have questions about their products, you're like, Keisha, should I try this? I'm going to give you my full honest feedback. I've literally tried almost all of their products that they have. Um, so yeah, let me know what you think if you have any questions. And now, without further ado, let's dive back into the show. Well, and I just thought of this as, um, as you're talking is even that DM I got this morning from a friend. He's like, I don't know anything about real estate. I'm trying to buy something. You're the man to go to. Like, yeah, he could easily have looked up you know, top real estate agent in wherever he's yeah. looking to buy and found a list of that. But it's like, because we talk about it, yeah, uh, you are their perceived experts to someone because I think people want to work with people they know. Yeah. You know? So you're kind of missing out on that trust factor that you built up with friends and your audience or whoever you're talking to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You haven't been in it for that long, but talking about it puts it on the universe, which then will kind of bring people into your sphere of whatever you're trying to do. Yeah. I, I would actually love, and I know you and I jam about this all the time since we're married people. Yeah, you know, married. Um, you know, um, but how did you kind of get yourself to do it in the first place? Because there are a lot of people that are wanting to start something new, but they're still in that scared zone of like, but I, I don't want to say that I'm doing this because other people are further along than me. Right. Or other people have done more than me. So if I say that I want to do this, I feel like I'm not qualified to do it. Right. Yeah. Um, I think I have. I mean, you definitely help because <laughs> you like putting it all out there. But um, I have like an internal just like narrative. I tell myself that I'm like, I, you know, you got to just because I know it's my own. My own struggle is putting it out there. So, yeah, like, you got to talk about it. And eventually you'll build up that muscle of mm-hmm. it becoming more natural, but yeah. it's definitely something that's an active process for me. Uh, for sure. Sorry, it's a little easier for you. Well, but I, but I also think that's really important for people to hear is like, you are the person that you spend every single second with every single day for the rest of your life until you die, which means the the stories that you're telling yourself yeah. are so important. And you might be telling yourself this story of, I, well, I'm the one that's going to be the least qualified. I'm the one that knows the least amount. I like, I don't really know how to do this. Name one person who didn't start that exact way. Like even like, maybe you can tell them a little bit about the conference that we just went to too. Yeah, it was actually, so we just went to a real estate conference in Denver. Um, the first weekend we were here Yeah, and it was probably 500 people and it's more of a, it's a rookie investor conference. So it's catered more towards, uh, beginners, but it's not that like, we weren't like nervous walking in. We we're excited. But what we were surprised by is even the amount of people that were kind of in the same shoes as us. Yeah. Whereas like, oh, everyone's going to have like a ton of real estate. We're like newer, like, but we can learn from them. So we're excited. But like, there's a lot of people that we met and talked mm-hmm. to on the side. And they were just like the same in the same process, yep. of it, which was really cool because it's relatable and it makes it feel like you're not alone. Yeah. And when we were talking to people, there was even some people that had just been like in those early stages of getting started that were maybe even one step ahead of us, that they were discrediting themselves thinking that they weren't far enough along to be able to give advice. But we were so eager to learn from someone who was one step ahead of us. And it's like, I talked to so many women and maybe even you specifically listening into this episode right now that like, 
you tell yourself, well, I'm not, you know, I'm not credible enough. I don't have enough experience that nobody's going to want to learn from me. Nobody's going to want to read my blog. Or I even had one woman that was talking to me about starting a podcast about motherhood. She's like, but I only have one kid. Other people have three kids. I was like, what? It's not like an equation. It's not like, okay, well, when you have three kids, then you know how to be a mom more than if you have one kid. I mean, I don't know anything about being a mom because our only child is covered with fur, but as in, well, dog <laughs> for anyone that doesn't know okay. we don't put our kid in, in fur robes <laughs> okay sorry get Pete over Pete, here. i know Peter's <laughs> no, gonna slide in my dms with an axe gift yeah. okay anyway point is- well i think i think the thing to remember is like there's always gonna be someone ahead of you and someone always behind you so where is that ready enough line mm-hmm. you know yep. what i mean and i'm not saying it's easy it's totally hard but it's easier as it goes on like time helps everything as long as you're actively talking about it time helps everything if you're taking action exactly because what actually hurts is and i don't know why this analogy just came in my head because i'm such a squirrel i thought i'm just thinking about the time when jackie for those of you that don't know my best friend jackie who also works with us um we went skydiving and i remember thinking like if there was more time before we jumped out that like maybe i would all of a sudden start to feel ready to jump out of the plane You don't feel ready to jump out of the plane, no matter how much time you have. And in fact, as more time passes, you start to build up so much anxiety about it. Yeah. Same rules apply for everything in life, though, right? You You just think about it more. Yeah, this analysis paralysis. And then what happens is if you're in this analysis paralysis state and you start to look at everybody else who is further along than you, then you start to tell yourself the story of like, Oh my gosh, there's so much distance between where I am now and where I, where I want to go. And it's so overwhelming. I'm never going to get there. And you start to make up these BS stories. Like this person has something that I don't. And it's like, no, they don't. They just started. They jumped out of the freaking plane. Some some people are like, I did not want to do this, but they jumped out of the plane and they're like, Oh, I can handle this. Like yeah. I can do this. It's going to feel scary yeah. when you're first starting, but you're going to get there. More time is not the answer waiting around for the perfect circumstances when everything is ready and life calms down. Like that's not the answer. You might just have to call your shot, understand that people do want to help you if they know what you're working on. And it's your job to make your one shot that you have here actually count. Yeah. Like so many people Cena, and you know, this, we talk about this all the time. So many people are like, wow, it's so inspiring that Cena left dentistry for him to jump into something else. Like, that's so scary. I'm like, yeah, you know what's scarier? Getting to the end of your TBD amount of days here with a shoulda, woulda, coulda. Having lived your life in accordance to somebody else's success criteria or doing the thing that other people clapped for when inside you were so unfulfilled. Yeah, I think a big thing that helps people that think like me, threes and achievement driven is like people aren't thinking about you. They're not worried about you. Like yeah. they're going to, and I mean that in the best way possible, like you're going to post that like workout or you're going to post that I'm starting a blog and you have a lot of people that are excited for you, but the naysayers or whatever, they're going to move on in like two mm-hmm. seconds. Like the world's filled with so much stimulus that like, they're not sitting there thinking like, who is she to start a blog? Yeah. You know I mean? They might have a thought in their head, but that's their own problems, but you'll be surprised at how many people are supportive, mm-hmm. how many people are excited for you. If you're excited about it, it, it just like attracts excited people to it. Yep. And we often worry so much about what quote unquote they think. Yeah. But whenever I ask someone who is they, we often can't even name who they is. Like it's some random girl that you're connected with from third grade on Instagram. Like strangers on the internet. Yeah. Sally Sue two nine three. Like who who is this girl? Yeah. Like, right? Or, you know, and let's touch on this real quick and then we'll kind of wrap this up. 
is, you know, we're worried about what they think about our choices and they might be our family or our friends who might I add, aren't doing the thing that we want to actually be doing. So even if their intention is pure of wanting to protect us and keep us safe, because you know, they think that us starting that podcast or putting us up ourselves out there doing that business or changing career paths or moving to that city or leaving that relationship or maybe getting back out there and getting into a relationship or, or doing that hard thing. They're scared because they want to protect us because they've never done it. So they don't understand what it feels like to be you and have that desire. And they also don't understand how freaking fulfilling it is when you go for it. Right. So, I mean, how have you, how'd you, how'd you navigate that? Just kind of give them a little, little nugget, because I know that was something of not having some people that were supportive of you leaving. Yeah. I mean, it was surprising for sure. Um, And it was definitely a little more hurtful at first, but really just focusing on the positives, like all the people that we had that were supportive and mm-hmm. were willing to help. And were like jumping on calls and like just expressing their over the top uh, support for that. Like, yeah. and, it, and it's hard to do because you usually focus on the negatives and, and it's some people that surprise you that aren't as supportive, but you kind of just realize that's just part of growing and, and, and evolving. And you got to make sure you're doing what's right for you. And I felt that. And I felt the support from people that were supportive yeah. of us and me and doing that. And just got to focus on that. Not to say it's hard, it, it's, it sucks and people you think are your biggest fans will not express as much as you wish they would. Yeah. And then it's going back to, but I can be curious of other people's opinions, but if they're not actually in the game doing this or they're not living a life that I would trade places with them. I think it was actually Amber Lillistrom that said that on the podcast. She's like, would I trade places with that person. Yeah. And if you wouldn't, their advice just can't get as much weight. Yeah. Right. When you're trying to do things that you're excited about, because you know, what's a big driver for me. And we talk about this all the time. I mean, we've both, I mean, we lost two friends at age 30. Yeah. Right. And the fragility of life is such a reminder. And obviously even losing your dad last year, but like the, the fragility of life, can be such a driver that you don't want to get to the end with regret. So it's your responsibility that even if it's just like a side thing that you're passionate about, it could add another stream of fulfillment into your life. If you do start that blog, that podcast, you, you know, you start listening to podcasts about like real estate investing. We're going to start one. We got you. You know, like you just start like leaning into the things that you're curious about and like kind of using that as a compass for your life. Like you only get one chance. You know, and what's the worst case scenario? Like you, can you play don't it like out. it and then yeah. you quit like, and then you don't have to live with regret and like yeah. wonder what would have happened if I would have done it. Yeah. So anyways, great, great chat with my husband. Yeah. That was a great husband wife <laughs> chat. We, I don't know how we got here, but I hope, I hope it was helpful. <laughs> Hopefully that was helpful. Take us on Instagram. See, let's kind of start getting active on Instagram. We need yeah. to do a little nudge in the right direction. Part, maybe us, some cool real estate stuff. Yeah, let know. us know what you want to know about real estate. And, yeah. Know, we can, uh, and whatever you want to know. We're here to support you. Thank you for listening to the show, for always tagging in on Instagram and DMing me and texting me and letting me know that it's been impactful. Obviously, you know, I'm recording most of these episodes by myself. Um, and lately it's been in our, our room that is literally sitting next to a bunch of boxes, but even just together, it's helpful to know what you resonate with. So we love you for you and we'll talk to you soon. See ya. 
Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend. Like, send it to her right now. Or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.